your Locked On Blue Jackets, your daily podcast on the Columbus Blue Jackets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to Locked On Blue Jackets. We are part of the Locked On Podcast Network. My name is Jay Foster, and today I was going to do something else, um, but I got quite a lot of interesting mailbag comments, questions, and so instead of just kind of do- keeping them to the last third of the show, I thought I would address some of them in, in a lot more detail because they're really good questions. Um, so that's our plan for today. Uh, today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. If you go to builtbar.com, use promo code locked on, all one word, all caps, to get $10 off your first order. So the first question I want to address today is from Ria, who wanted to know what my contract projections are for um, Dubois and Gavrikov. Uh, so I'll start with the with the main one. Uh, Pierre Luc Dubois is our number one centre. He probably will not command as much number one centre money as other teams for a variety of reasons. Um, partially because we did not have a great season offensively, um, just like collectively the team, uh, and also you know the team doesn't have a lot of money to flat cap. Uh, it's a bad year if you are an RFA. Um, the the news that we're buying out Wenberg has kind of freed up a little bit more money. Um, and signing Domi over Anderson has probably freed up a little bit more because I think Anderson would have asked for more than five and I think he would have gotten more than five. Um, so we kind of have a little bit more to play around with now. Um, I would like to see kind of somewhere in the region of, you know, seven, seven and a half, eight for, for Dubois. Um, you know, that kind of, that would be perfect for me. Um, and kind of a little bit more long-term than Domi, ideally. Like the dream would be to get him locked up for the next eight years at eight. Um, but I suspect his agent will want a shorter term deal because of like salary cap and you know he still hasn't really hit his full stride i don't think um so i i wouldn't be surprised if it ends up being maybe three years at seven and a half and then you know he's ready to go after go after a bigger contract gavrikov is a little a little harder to work out um i don't know that he'll get a big long-term deal. You know, he's obviously not going to get the Seth Jones, Sakorensky kind of deal. Um, again, I would like to see maybe two years at three, 3.5. Um, kind of a, not quite a show-me kind of contract, because I think he has proven himself this season to be, you know, uh, potentially an excellent defenseman definitely you know one of our our solid young top four guys for the future um but again i don't think he's done developing um it's his second season in the nhl and so i think 
the the club doesn't necessarily want to tie themselves down to to a long-term deal with someone who is still kind of unproven in their eyes i think um so yeah i think two two or three years at three mil um would be would be what i expect for gavrikov um and that kind of what's that that's 11 million in total which kind of puts us right up against the cap unless we move somebody else um obviously we lose wemberg um i would expect dubinsky to go on long-term ir i know there are some teams that have inquired about his contract to just kind of help them hit the cap floor um you know Detroit, I imagine, is probably looking for for things like that. Arizona always has trouble hitting the the floor, so I wouldn't be surprised if they want a contract like Dubinsky's, where they can just kind of put them on long term IR, and then they're only on the hook for you know a million of it instead of the full five because of uh, because of injury. So. Uh, something else we've got to look at in terms of contract is uh, next season, obviously. Um, Dubinsky's contract comes off the books. Felino's contract comes off the books. Uh, Riley Nash's contract comes off the books. The most interesting one for me is Oliver Bjorkstrand, um, who's currently making 2.5. is an RFA next season. And if he continues going the way he is, then I think he could, again, start asking for a 200% or more pay raise you know he could be making upwards of 5 million next season so that's something we've got to look at um which kind of leads into my next my next question uh or I got a couple of people asking me about um Taylor Hall and other free agents that people would like to see on on the team uh i've kind of quietly been hoping for taylor hall for a while now ever since he kind of got traded from from the devils i figured that arizona probably wouldn't re-sign him uh and so i was kind of like we need a guy like that you know we need a scoring winger someone that can play with dubois um you know he's still young he's had kind of a down couple of seasons ever since he won the heart uh, a couple of years ago, but he could be really good for this team. I think that the issue is just can we can we uh, fit him into fit him under the cap, um, which I will talk a little bit more about in just a minute. Uh, but first, let me tell you about Roman. You know, talking about erectile dysfunction isn't easy. Usually we just brush it off or blame ourselves. You know, we say things like, oh, you know, I've lost my mojo. Or we avoid it altogether uh, with excuses like, you know, oh, I've had a long day at work or I'm just not feeling it. But with Roman, it is easy to talk about. We've got real healthcare professionals who can prescribe real medication. It is simple, safe and totally discreet. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for erectile dysfunction, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. A healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan, and if medication is appropriate, Roman will ship it to you with free two-day shipping. The whole process is straightforward, simple, and discreet, and getting started is just so easy. 
go to getroman.com slash LockedOnNHL and complete an online visit. Erectile dysfunction used to be tough to tackle, but now there's Roman. Complete an online visit today to connect with a healthcare professional and take care of it. So once again, go to roman.com slash LockedOnNHL today. And if you're approved, you will get $15 off your first offer of your first order of ED treatment. That is getroman.com slash locked on NHL. Like many of you, I've been working from home for the past 200 and some days. Uh, And, you know, between never-ending laundry cycles, incoming emails, I've got so much to do. So why don't you, like me, give yourself one less thing to worry about and let DoorDash take care of your next meal. DoorDash is the app that brings you the food that you're craving right now, right to your door. Uh, it's super easy to order. You just open the app, choose what you want to eat, and your food will be left safely outside your door with the new contactless delivery drop-off setting. Uh, we have over 300,000 partners in the US, Puerto Rico, Canada, and Australia. So no matter where you are, you can support your local go-tos, or you can choose from your favorite national restaurants like Chipotle, Wendy, Wendy's, and the Cheesecake Factory. Uh, and more importantly, many of your favourite local restaurants are still open for delivery. Just open the DoorDash app, select your favourite local restaurant, and your food will be left at your door. Uh, DoorDash deliveries are contactless everywhere to keep the communities we operate in safe. Um, And, you know, if you don't want to go out for a meal, or you can't go out for a meal, you know, DoorDash is perfect. Um, I know I got bored of cooking for myself about three weeks in, and so, you know, something like DoorDash is perfect, and it also gives you the opportunity to support, you know, the smaller local restaurants that might be struggling, as they are still, you know, unable to open in some places. Uh, and right now, our listeners can get $5 off plus zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter code LOCKEDONNHL. That's $5 off and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code LOCKEDONNHL, all one word. Don't forget, that's LOCKEDONNHL for $5 off your first order with DoorDash. Remember, you can find this podcast on Twitter at LO underscore BlueJacket. You can find me on Twitter at JTheGoalie. And if you have comments, questions, criticisms, I welcome all of them. Uh, you can email me at lockedonbluejacket at gmail.com. So let's talk a little bit more about what Taylor Hall could bring to the team. Uh, and I also got a question about um, what other UFA signings we could potentially look at. Um, I made a joke on... Uh, on Twitter about how losing Wenberg and Josh Anderson makes the team a lot less handsome. Uh, and so my friend Angela asked me if I could, uh, what the best UFA signing would be to improve our handsomeness rankings. Uh, so I went and took a look at the top 30 UFA signings and realized that, uh, Braden Holtby is one of them, and so is Henrik Lundqvist, obviously. Um, Now, the team does not necessarily need either of these players, but they would make the team a lot more handsome. Uh, And in my opinion, handsomeness is more important than winning. So, there is that. Um, Taylor Hall is not necessarily the most handsome of all of the, the UFAs, but I do think he kind of falls into the Venn diagram of 
handsome and someone the team needs and someone that we could conceivably sign um the problem as as i've kind of gone over is cap the salary cap is staying flat this season um once we've signed dubois and gavrikov i don't necessarily know that we have um that we have the room for kind of the the nine to ten million that taylor hall could and probably will command um i know he's looking for a short-term deal which is helpful in the long run um so you know maybe we could make it work at you know nine million for a couple of seasons um i know that we've inquired about him um however just before recording this podcast i did see that someone quote close to the source unquote uh has reported that he's going to be signing a short-term deal with colorado which frankly seems unfair because they already have so many good players Uh, and also i don't want him to sign in colorado i want him to sign with us so in my professional opinion he should not sign with colorado because that's not what i want um other ufa signings uh that have kind of been floating around um mike hoffman is is one of them i know that there was there was kind of chatter about mike hoffman and whether he could be that kind of scoring scoring winger um just pull up his stats for the season uh he i mean he had 59 points this season he had 70 the previous season um you know, he had 22 goals, then 36, and then 29 in this shortened season. Um, he could potentially be that kind of scoring scoring winger that we need. He's not quite as um, prolific as Taylor Hall, shall we say. So he could, you know command less money so i guess it kind of it works out do we want taylor hall for more money who will be a better player or do we want a slightly less good player for less money um that will maybe not score as many points but might fit in better with the team in terms of kind of going forward um i think mike hoffman is like more likely to sign a longer term deal um which, you know, kind of creates its own problems along the way. But it could be, that could be a, a smart signing. Um, I know other UFAs, um, who we got? There are not a lot of um, really strong UFAs out there. This, it's a bit of a weird, a bit of a weird... Um, season for ufas again because of like the salary cap and because of the shortened season and um there's been a lot of buyouts as well uh, like obviously the wenberg one but a lot of other uh, players have been bought out as well um interesting one could be uh alex galchenyuk um who has had kind of a rough go of basically every team he's been on since his days in Montreal, but if he would take, you know, say, a Sam Gagné, 
kind of deal and slot into that bottom six for you know maybe 900 to 1.5 a year for a couple of years that could be that could be interesting and kind of help him kind of find his feet again um but you know like like i said there's really i think there's not much point in speculating until we get the taylor hall deal done because I don't know that anyone's going to sign until they know what kind of money he's going to be making. And after that, you know, the market's going to kind of open up a little bit. Um, you know, in the same way that I don't know that many defensemen will sign until they know where Petrangelo is going and kind of how much money he's going to command. Um, it is nice to know that we're not going after Petrangelo. Um, you know, we don't we don't need help on, on defence. We've got, I think, our top five is is set, uh, unless we end up moving Ryan Murray, which I think we might. Um, people keep talking about us trading Zach Wierenski, but I legitimately don't know why we would do that because then who do we play in his in his place? You know, like I guess ostensibly Ryan Murray. Uh, we always call Dean Kuken like Zach Wierenski light, but Wierenski and Jones have great chemistry. They play really well together. They are signed to very manageable deals. I don't know why we would want to move one of them just to kind of make a little bit more money, especially when Zakarensky scored 20 goals this season. Um, I just, I don't, I don't know why we would, why we would sign, sorry, why we would trade him when we could instead not trade him and continue with having one of the best one-two defenseman punches in the NHL. Uh, another question I got was, where do I think Wenberg is going to land? Um, I would be surprised if Wenberg does not find another NHL team. Uh, people keep talking about him going back to Europe. I don't see that happening. Um, I don't necessarily know that anyone will pick him up on waivers. Um, but... If he could pick up, you know, like a a 1.5 to 2 million one-year contract somewhere, uh, or potentially, you know, a two to three-year contract, I think um, a lot of teams need that kind of that bottom six Alex Galchenyuk type contract. Um, I think there's there's a lot of kind of parallels between the two the two players. Um, and yeah, I, if we could, you know, buy him out and then re-sign him for 2 million, then I would do that immediately. Um, because I think a lot of the criticism from Wenberg comes that he won't score goals, but like, you don't necessarily need him to score goals. Like I've said it over and over, Joe Thornton has made a career out of actively not scoring goals. Um, so, you know, I think a lot of teams who need kind of that center depth but don't want to pay five million um nashville might be might be a place that he lands they uh they're buying out kyle torres so they're um both freeing up a lot of space and um they will need need more centers um i know edmonton has kind of talked about maybe picking him up so there's another option um he will find somewhere, um, which is sad because I will miss him. 
but I will be glad that he is still in the NHL because I do think he is a perfectly serviceable NHL player. He just had the the bad fortune to not live up to a contract that he signed, which is unfortunate, but it happens. So, uh, coming up in just a minute, I've got a couple more questions. Uh, but first, I have got to tell you about Built Bar. Uh, we all know Built Bar. We all love Built Bar. Um, they are super delicious um, protein bars that taste just like candy bars. Uh, they've got a bunch of new flavors. Uh, and the most exciting new flavor that they have is uh, they're doing a strawberry flavor for breast cancer awareness. Uh, it's limited release, so you have to get it while you can. Uh, 12% off your order if you order before October 12th. Um, and Locked On is partnering with Barbells for Boobs, Breast Cancer Angels, the Huntsman Cancer Institute, Living Beyond Breast Cancer. Uh, and if you if you buy the the strawberry flavor and donate to these organizations, Built Bar will match your donation to the organizations listed up to $50 per order, which is awesome. Uh, and also, they're selling a Built Breast Cancer Awareness hoodie, uh, which for 19.95 and 100% of the proceeds from these hoodies will go to these organizations to help support breast cancer patients and their families just a reminder that if you use code locked on in your built bar order you get $10 off so why not buy some delicious candy bars that are good for you and also help some really great charities so once again, that is builtbar.com, offer code locked on, and you will get $10 off your next order. Locked on at builtbar.com. So the last question I have is from Sean, who always has just kind of like randomly great questions. Uh, whenever I ask for questions, whenever I ask for mailbag stuff, he always is like, oh, hey, here's something that you can talk about for like 20 minutes, which is great. Um, so he wanted to know um, if we assume that Rick Nash is kind of locked in as the greatest Blue Jacket of all time, who do I think is number two? Um, and I mean, frankly, I could argue that Rick Nash is not the greatest Blue Jacket in history just yet. I know a lot of people love him and he is, you know, he holds, if not all the records, then he holds a lot of them. However, um some of the younger players are kind of coming along to break those records. Uh, I believe um, Cam Atkinson has taken over a couple of the long-term ones. Uh, Dubois broke his rookie point scoring. Um, you know, there's a couple of things like that. Um, so I think if we, you know, for argument's sake, if we assume that Rick Nash is number one, uh, for me, number two comes down to two players. Uh maybe three um one of those players is cam atkinson who has been a blue jacket his whole career um and he is you know working his way up up the ranks of most points most goals most assists most games you know things like that um and so you know if we talk about longevity with the team then cam atkinson obviously has to be top um the other one is sergey Bobrovsky. Um, who has been the best goalie 
for the Blue Jackets, without doubt. Uh, he has two Vesnas from his time here. Um, he was phenomenal for us. Uh, he was one of my favorite players for a long, long time. Um, I'm sad that he's not doing as well in Florida. Um, but the fact of the matter is that I don't know that we would have gotten as as good a result as we had the past few seasons without Bobrovsky. Um, he is one of those players that can kind of change a game just by turning up. Uh, he's had his rough rough moments, um, but for me, Bobrovsky is one of the best players that's ever worn worn the jersey. Um, and out of their third choice for number two would actually be Nick Foligno, um, who has maybe not been on the score sheet as often as everyone would like for that contract, but the man lives and breathes for the Blue Jackets. Um, he's an excellent captain. No one has had any bad words to say about him as far as as far as I can tell. Um, he does a lot for the community. He does a lot for charities. He is, you know, by all accounts, just a really, really great guy. And he kind of, um, he kind of is that quintessential Blue Jackets player, turns up, works hard, is, you know, a really good member of the team. And so I think he kind of definitely has it in him to be one of the greatest of all time Blue Jacket players. Um, and I think that's all the time we have for today. Uh, so tomorrow we will have a free agent frenzy recording, no doubt. We'll find out where Taylor Hall goes. We'll find out if we manage to pick anyone up. Uh, and we'll find out if Wenberg gets claimed. But until then, you can find this podcast on Twitter at LO underscore Blue Jackets. You can find me on Twitter at JTheGoalie. And you can find this podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Locked on Blue Jackets, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Make sure you hit subscribe so the episodes just get dropped directly into your feed. You don't even have to go searching for them. And I will see you tomorrow.